when i first started fit geek show i never thought and imagined that i would be able to interview somebody so important and eminent in the field of uh, martial arts so those of you who are not uh, in the field of martial arts uh, i'd like to introduce you to sensei tetsuji nakamura all the way from canada sensei nakamura is currently the world chief uh, of iogkf which is the international okinawa and gojuryu karate do federation he is a seventh dan black belt in karate and uh, he's here with us uh, to share the importance of fitness in martial arts sensei also is the owner and the chief instructor of shudokan family karate fitness center which is in burlington ontario am i right yes that's correct yes that's great so thank you so much sensei for being here and uh, how are you doing today ah oh, very good i uh, i just uh, finished my class 15 minutes ago so oh yeah, that's I'm great still, yeah i'm still wearing my uniform oh okay okay <laughs> all right so sensei uh, before we get started could you please briefly share with us your journey in becoming a karateka and mm. now becoming the world chief of iogkf Yes um yeah when I was children growing up in Japan I watched many uh, samurai movies and martial arts shows so in my head as a child they are like a hero maybe nowadays they think the batman or superman so for me the you know uh, the samurai or martial artists were they were the hero for me and uh, when I had uh, junior high school I had opportunity to run judo uh, it's a, one of the japanese martial arts So that's how I started. And okay. then when I became high school, I started learning uh, karate and then university I I also joined the uh, university karate club. And then uh, end of my university time I met the uh, two master from Okinawa master where who is a, a direct student of the founder of our style. and that that when uh, uh, i think changed my life so i decided to go move to the okinawa uh okay. become private students to ram and through through this master he introduced me uh, to the uh, teacher of mine now is a morio higaona sensei yes uh, he told me yeah he told me this this person is the best uh, martial artist you should learn from him So he connected me to uh, Higaonda sensei and then uh, yes I, Higaonda sensei asked me to come to California where he had uh, his school I become an assistant mm-hmm. instructor and uh, I was trained under him every single day uh, yeah um, it's a <laughs> long journey I never thought uh, I never dreamed about uh, becoming uh, yeah like team sucks of the organization Right. I just, uh, yeah, I just followed my dream. Uh, I wanted to, you know, become a good martial artist. And now, uh, yeah, when I realize, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yes, uh, because I, I was reading about you and I saw that you have a degree in law and philosophy. That's correct. That's and, correct. Uh, and then I was surprised that, you know, you, you, you are now a full-time uh, world karate chief. Uh, yes. you know from being a law law degree holder to this so it's quite <laughs> an interesting journey you must have completely changed. it must be your passion that drove you to uh, be in karate for such a long time and learn so pro- uh, proficiently yeah that's correct yeah so yeah i uh, yeah i graduated from university 
Yeah, so my my idea was I want at the beginning I wanted to become policeman, so I wanted to learn the law, and okay. later I wanted to become a teacher. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the meeting with this uh, uh, master, uh, she, his name is Shuichi Erak Sensei, completely yes. changed my course of life in better way. Uh, so yeah, like you never know what's gonna happen to your life. Yes, yes, I completely agree, sir. And. Uh, so moving on with our conversation, uh, where we are centered towards discussing fitness for martial artists, how important has uh, fitness been a part of your life as a karateka and a karate instructor? Hmm. I think that's a very important for me because for me to be able to constantly train, uh, it's uh, being fit or be being healthy is uh, uh, maybe most important aspect. Uh, if mm -hmm. if my, myself is not healthy, you know, uh, or not being fit, uh, I cannot practice, I cannot train. Okay. And uh, so when, when did you first get introduced to fitness? Like at what age? Uh, I think, you know, when I started doing it, uh, maybe junior high school, so maybe 12 years old. I, you know, I, I myself was a... Uh, when I was kids, we go always outside and play. Uh, you know, we don't we didn't have those things with a uh, <laughs> cell phone or anything else. So, yeah, when when from your kids, every day you go out and play. So you know, it's it. it I was fit uh, from the uh, when I was young, but uh, okay. when I start training properly is the way I get uh, junior high school. So it's thirteen, maybe when I was thirteen years old. Okay, okay, that's pretty young. And uh, Sensei, what are, uh, according to you, what are the various components of fitness uh, that are important uh, for the development of a karateka or a martial artist in general? Hmm. So one thing, of course, as a martial artist, uh, training, uh, daily training is very important. Uh, you know, it's not like you train very, very hard in a short period of time. Hmm. But you have to, ah, there's a cat on my Oh, nice. <laughs> so you have to train constantly for a long, long period of time. So training is comes fast. And also, you know, you have to eat well. Uh, you know, your body is what you eat and what, how hmm. you train. So eating is very important. And another thing uh, now is uh, need a rest. Uh, you have to give your body to recover from uh, uh, your training. Uh, so uh, those things, eating, eating healthy and training, and also the uh, giving your body to, for time to recover. Okay. And uh, are there any like particular components of fitness like uh, strength or power or endurance that uh, you think are very important for a martial artist? Hmm. Uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, I think for martial artists, you need every single component. And uh, I think the balance of all the different, you know, speed, power, endurance, stamina, mm -hmm. you know, all, everything is uh, very, also flexibility, stretch, and uh, those things, as a martial artist, uh, uh, you have to be trained as a balance, and uh, every component, you have to uh, have certain level. So your daily training, uh, inside of your daily training, you have to have every single aspect in, uh, of the parts you, you have to put into your training uh, schedule. Okay, and uh, with the components that you talked about, speed, power, strength, endurance, uh, what are the traditional ways and the non-traditional ways one can use, uh, martial artists can use to train? Hmm. 
Uh, you know, it's a traditional way. Uh, in, in our style, uh, we use some equipment training. But uh, uh, you know, in, all those equipment training, uh, unlike uh, weight training, I think at one point, maybe 30 years ago, uh, those simple weight training with machine was become really big and make <laughs> big muscles, right? And those things are not really work for martial arts. As okay. a martial artist, you have to use your whole body connect together. So you mm -hmm. cannot separate one muscle to only move, move uh, and develop one particular movement to make one muscle big. You right. have to develop your body in the movement of uh, connection with other parts of your body. So we have a lot of equipment training used uh, uh, to use your whole body together to create power. And also I see modern sports uh, uh, it's also towards that exercise. Sometimes I see those two ropes, you know, something like that, or yes. using your whole body, uh, you know, uh, to, to hitting those things with a big hammer, hammer. to the tire. Yep. So these are the using your whole body uh, to create power. So uh, I think modern sports also realized uh, those partial training of the muscle is not uh, uh, usable uh, for the uh, athletic uh, <laughs> movement. You have to use it as a whole body uh, to create, uh, generate power, not only relying on one part of the muscle, but using your connection of chain connection of every single joint and muscles uh, to create a movement and power. So which is also martial arts training is also developed for many, many years uh, ago. Okay. And uh... So moving on. So, okay. So do you follow any particular way of nutrition or how you eat? And if you avoid something or, you know, do you follow still the Japanese style of eating or have you like moved to like Canadian style of eating? <laughs> yes, I, I do eat uh, Japanese style. Uh, I eat rice and miso soup every morning, but uh, uh, I eat everything, uh, pretty much everything. Uh, I try to also, food, food, you know, nutrition-wise, I try to get uh, many nutrition from different uh, variety of uh, food. So, uh, okay. uh, being my wife from uh, Lebanese, she cooks okay. Lebanese food, and also I eat uh, Western food, uh, Japanese food. But try not to eat junk food. Try not to eat uh, uh, sugar. Uh, mm -hmm. So I try to get the uh, balanced food. So I, I eat pretty much everything, but. As an Asian, uh, milk, I cannot digest well. So I oh. try not to take, uh, yeah, milk that doesn't work well in my stomach. So my advice would be, you know, you have to find uh, what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Uh, my, my own diet may not work for the other people. Uh, but, uh, you know, I test myself uh, every once in a while. I try to eat different things and I find out what works for me and what works not, doesn't work. And it may change from time to time when you're young and getting older now. Uh, you know, your preference, amount of food, everything will change. Okay, uh, thank you so much for that advice. Uh, so, so you said your wife is Lebanese, so you must be eating a lot of shawarma. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it's awesome. <laughs> okay. And uh, Sensei, you said uh, recovery was really important from training. So what 
uh, ways of recovery do you suggest to martial artists? Mm, you know, uh, I try to do the uh, after the training. Now I try to do stretch out, yeah, and also do a little bit cardio to pump my uh, blood going through, and mm-hmm. so take the, all the stuff out from muscle. Uh, and also for me, uh, I take a nap. I train every morning, but the afternoon okay. after I eat lunch. I take a nap, maybe thirty minutes uh, a nap, and okay. give, give me body, give, give my body recover. Uh, I do mm. actually a lot of things, and I do massage, self massage. Okay. And also take a bath, especially now. Um, yeah, I'm fifty-five years old. Uh, I'm very cautious about recovery, uh, so I can keep training hard. Okay, and. Uh... So I also was reading about you, and I read that you have wo- uh, won three world championships. Mm. So uh, if a person wants to prepare for a Kumite competition or something like that, what uh, fitness uh, advice or nutrition advice would you give them? Uh, yes, yes. You know, for, uh, it depends on the rule of what type of sparring you're doing. So okay. in my case, it was two rounds. And also, it's a semi-contact, and also you can grab, you can take somebody down. Wow. So you have to understand the rule. So for me, I have to be able to go two minutes of round from the beginning to end. So you have to develop certain type of stamina to train. Hmm. Yeah. So you, uh, when you compete, you really understand what the rule you are competing under. And you have to set a training regime according to that. So for me, my training back then, uh, when I was competing, everything was two minutes. I do running quick, two minutes, do exercise, two minutes, hitting heavy back, two minutes. Uh, so uh, uh, the technique is also, as a semi-contact, you cannot really knock somebody out if you are mm-hmm. hit hard. Uh, so, when you are training, you really have to be careful as well. So, you know, I had to practice technique, but also I had to uh, make sure my technique is con- under control. Uh, my technique is under control. So, uh, while I'm doing the competition, uh, to win the competition, you really have to understand the rule and you have to train toward uh, uh, to win uh, to the, uh, that game. And uh, that I did. Uh, I don't know how many years. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I did until I think around 30, um, almost close to 30 years old, 27 okay. But I realized uh, that was good enough. So I changed my training regime to traditional way after. Okay, okay. So your advice would be like keeping the, the training specific to the requirements of the tournament. That's correct. Yeah, you have to understand the rule and you have to understand the components of what type of you know, uh, training you need, and you have to break it down, and you have to mm-hmm. make the, uh, you know, make the training schedule. Okay. And since I, uh, so nowadays, uh, as you said, people are going to gyms and, you know, like, want a big physique, uh, but that doesn't really help with uh, martial arts much. <laughs> so how important do you think is weight training uh, in terms of the, the traditional Goju-ryu style, the Chishi training, the, the Kongo-ken training that we do yes. in, in the dojo. So how important is that to performance as a karateka? Ah, yeah, I think that's very important uh, to, for, to put some uh, 
uh, what you call resistance for your movement will develop. Uh, but how you do it is also, again, that's very important. And the traditional equipment, it's made for using your, uh, again, using your whole body to create, create power. And it, okay. also this is important. Do not, it's not important to put heavy weight. You have to find the right weight, uh, I mean, right weight for your own. So each individual has to choose different weight. So mm. to suit your, uh, your, your strengths. Okay, okay. So one, one chichi does not work for everyone. That's what you're trying no. to say. Exactly, uh. yes, that's right. You have to find the, your the good size for you. And if little by little, uh, according to your strengths, maybe you have to change the weight. Okay. And uh, this, this, this was more of the external fitness part. And now we come to internal motivation and psychology. So what do you think should be the psychology or mindset of a good martial artist so that they can train forever, they can be in, in martial arts for long without injuring themselves and also as a good practitioner? Uh, yes, uh, several things. Uh, first things, uh, I think you, as a martial artist, sometimes we say, don't forget your beginner's mind. So when you start martial arts, you know, for me, I wanted to become a master uh, where I saw the, uh, uh, you know, when you were kids, or as many people are uh, Bruce Lee, you know? <laughs> you know, I wanted to become like a Bruce Lee. So that mind, you shouldn't forget it. Uh, so always, you always look somebody up and you try to improve yourself. And uh, yeah. another thing is you have to be humble. You have to be humble to think I'm not good enough. Mm. I always have a you know space to improve. So once you think, start thinking, okay, I'm I'm good, then your your improvement will stop. So you always have to look up, saying, okay, you know, there's a lot to learn. Uh, so you keep constantly you learn. Doesn't matter whatever age you are, level you are. There's always uh, something you can improve. So that's uh, uh, you have to remind yourself in daily. Uh, to continue improving yourself. Uh, that's coming from my teacher, uh, Higama Sensei. Uh, mm -hmm. That's his philosophy. And uh, I really believe that uh, I want to be like that. Uh, you know, I want to keep continue. And I keep, keep continue training and keep improving myself as a, as a person. Well, that, that's a great advice. I, I completely agree with that. And I had seen that in Higama Sensei. I had seen him uh, in 2007, when he had come to India for the Goa trip, uh, oh, the I, Gashapur, was I was oh, there I that time. There. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yes, no. yes, yes, oh, we had. No, okay, okay. Go on, okay, okay. Yes, yes. Good. Sensei Mystery yes, is a great master, your teacher, Sensei Mystery. He's a great yes, master. Yes, Sensei Mystery. He's, he's my guru. Yes, he's my teacher. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I had met Sensei Higana that time, and uh, he's a very humble person. He's very down to earth and, you know, always ready to learn and doesn't. He doesn't have that thing on his face that he's, he used to be the chief instructor. So that was no. a great thing to learn from him. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's a great, uh, you know, for me, it's a great example uh, to, to follow, follow. So, yeah, being watching Higansen's uh, and how good his skill, uh, amazing skill he, he, he possesses. Uh, yes. So I cannot say <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm still like a baby compared to him. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so Sensei, is there uh, anything that you want to tell the audience right now or any message you want to give out because we're done with the questions? Oh, okay, thank you. Um, yeah, I always uh, think myself, you know, it's, uh, 
it's a life with the flow of choice. And uh, uh, the time we live is only one time. Uh, the moment we spend and life we spend, it's, it's coming uh, once uh, in your life. So we have to spend our life positively and we have to enjoy and uh, try to you know, be healthy or try to be good, try to be nice. And uh, for me, it's, you know, try to be good karateka. So, you know, let's uh, choose a, a better choice for your own self and other people. That's great. Uh, thank you so much for that advice. And uh, is there any question that I did not ask you and you want me to ask you? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so let's see. How do, uh, am I looking okay? <laughs> oh, you're looking great. <laughs> you, you don't look like you're 53 at all, 55 at okay. all. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Um, so thank you so much, Sensei, for taking oh, out the welcome. time uh, addressing us here. We got a lot to learn from you. Uh, so I'm an exercise physiologist, and we study everything in terms of research and, uh, you know, uh, publishing and textbooks and stuff like that. But it is different to learn from... Uh, a martial artist and a martial arts instructor as to what mm. fitness is so, because that is more practical than just theoretical so right, that's, right. Why, that's why I wanted to do this talk and thank you so much for agreeing with this and uh, thank you. I look forward to meeting you someday in person yes yes we will thank you very much yes thank you so much have a great day thank you you too arigato bye Hi, arigato. Yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you